0: And use code Ross. That's code Ross for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call eight seven seven eight Hope NY or text Hope NY four six seven three six nine. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call eight 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 seven. yeah vegas baby vegas week 14 in the national football league and we are recording the even money podcast which by the way is the place to come to for all of your gambling advice if you'd like to place a wager make games a little more interesting we're recording it two days early this week on a tuesday rather than a thursday because of brian's schedule on thursday so Getting you earlier in the week, get a little lines, earlier lines this week for you. He's really the star of the show, and he's having an awesome year. Steve Fezzik, at Fezzik Sports on Twitter, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl professional football betting. I am having an okay year. Had a bad week, so I'm having an okay year at best And I played in the NFL for seven years. We together represent the Even Money Podcast. We're presented by the folks over at BetDSI.com. They give you free $15. What is wrong with that? If you just go to BetDSI.com and use the code Tucker15, whatever it is that you want to place a wager on, all you need to do is go to BetDSI.com. And put in that code TUCKER15, and you get a free $15. What is better than getting free money upon which you can make your wagers? And when you're going to make wagers on one of us or the other one, go ahead and do it on Steve. Steve is doing much better than I am this year. Steve, you were up one unit last week. I was down four units. The worst week that either one of us has had all season. For the year, you are now up 23 units. I am up only nine. You are kicking my butt. Taking a look at what happened. You leaned Chicago. Probably should have gone with them, saying that San Francisco was staying in Orlando all week. That would have been a good bet. Um, I I leaned Dallas uh, but passed that Vikings-Cowboys game. You went with the under two units. That cashed in for you. The one big swing you took that you you missed on, Steve, was the Chiefs and the Falcons. I think your logic was good. And after that first drive by the Falcons, I thought you were going to be right. Three units you put on the Falcons, and instead the Chiefs won the game 29-28, I got one unit there. Um, I got a unit on the Lions coming through for me. The problem is the things I won on, Steve, I only put one unit on. The things I lost on, I put multiple units on, like the LA Rams getting 13.5 points. Not good. Um, we both leaned towards Green Bay. That would have been the way to go. Uh, one unit. I did one unit on the Bengals against the Eagles, That was good. Two units on the under was not. You put two units on the under as well. That was our only best bet last week. It was sound logic, and it didn't work. Uh, The Eagles defense did not come to play. So you lost two units there. I lost a unit on the Dolphins with their no-show. I lost two units on the Redskins, not getting it done. You got two units with Seattle. And you got one unit last night with the Colts. You absolutely nailed both of those, Steve, to finish in the black for the week. I put actually a unit on the Jets, who ended up getting uh, being the the favorite in that game, and they still got crushed. So the three teams you felt really strongly about, Steve, the Seahawks, the Colts, and the Falcons. You were two and one in those games. Unfortunately, you put three units on the Falcons and three units total on the Seahawks and the Colts.
1: And if there's a consolation, Ross, a lot of pros, for whatever reason, really liked the Jets against uh, my Colts. There was a theme that's very important last week. Four teams from the South. Houston, Miami, L.A. I'm going to count San Francisco because they stayed in Florida for a week. They all went to the Elements, All four, Ross, complete no-shows in December, in winter weather. Something to file away going forward.
0: Wow, interesting. That is something to note. There's also a lot to be said for you never know this time of year. Some teams will come to play, but I will be keeping a close eye on motivation or a lack thereof for a lot of these teams moving forward. Speaking of moving forward, Brian, let's do it.
2: All right, Ross, let's start off with the Thursday night game as always. It's Oakland at Kansas City. The Chiefs three-point favorites, are total 47.
0: By the way, I want to um, thank at L Birdman Todd Bergman every week for grading us and getting it done early this week. I didn't tell him until uh, late last night that we were recording early. So good hustle by at L Birdman on Twitter, the great Todd Bergman. Yeah, I mean, look. The Chiefs are awfully impressive, the way they find these ways to win. But they're also coming off of two straight, tough road games. Raiders, two straight games at home. Raiders might be getting Mario Edwards back. I I love the Chiefs and the way they play. But I think the Raiders have a really good chance in this game. I'm going to take the Raiders getting the three points. Uh, Just one unit, Raiders getting three points.
1: I'm going to give a bonus pick on Saturday, Army-Navy. I'm going to lean under. I won't make an official pick because I don't want to mess up the accounting, but both teams run the option. They know it so well. There's never any scoring in that game, so under 47. A bonus lean. In this game, your logic is sound, Ross, but i got to tell you, after seeing last week and all these California, Florida, Texas teams get rolled in the weather, the wind chill is going to be 12 degrees. Now, I know the Bay Area is not exactly warm, but Oakland – You've got the car pinky thing, and now in 12 degrees windchill, I'm going to say this is one of those games people are going to watch and say, how the heck can Oakland have been so good offensively, and now they can't move the ball? Well, because they haven't practiced in 12-degree windchill. So I'm going to lean Kansas City. I'm going to lean under.
2: All right, Steve, what about Denver at Tennessee? The Titans one-point favorites and the total 43-and-a-half.
1: Very difficult, because I don't know the status of Simeon, whether he's going to play. But you know what? Even if he does play, he had the shoulder injury, uh, non-throwing arm, and he's got the foot now. And obviously, Paxton Lynch is not ready to go. So um, a ground-and-pound game. Wow, are the Broncos' defense good. But they were completely inept last week on offense against the Jaguars. I'm going to take the under for one unit and I'm gonna take Tennessee for one unit and root for Lynch to be the starter.
0: Interesting. Um I'm I'm with you on the under there. I mean Denver's defense seemingly always is pretty good and you know always plays well each week. And I don't see whoever the Broncos quarterback is, I, I don't see them scoring a whole lot of points. So I will put two units on the under in that game. I think it's pretty similar to the 2010 game they just had against the Jaguars. That is a best bet.
2: The best bet. All right, Ross, San Diego at Carolina. The Panthers' one-point favorites with a total of 48.5.
0: By the way, I would lean uh, Denver if I had to take uh, one of the teams with the line there. Uh, This San Diego-Carolina game is interesting because I think the Chargers just figured out now that their season's over that they don't have any hope at that loss to the Bucs. The Panthers just got hammered on Sunday night. I'm going to lean Carolina. I'm going to pass this game. I was thinking San Diego, but you know, I still think the Carolina Panthers are a prideful bunch, and they get smoked the way they did on national TV. I think they'll come back and put forth a much better effort. So I'm going to pass the game. I just don't have a good read on it, but I'll lean Carolina.
1: Yeah, stick a fork in both of these teams. They're both done, and unfortunately, they're playing each other.
2: I pass. All right, uh, Steve. Houston at Indianapolis. The Colts four and a half point favorites. Total forty six and a half.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to lean Houston. Uh, I hate Houston on the road, though, so I refuse to back Osweiler and that squad. But um, Indy, the it really is a Terrible spots for them. A team that plays a perfect game on the road on Monday night and then short work week coming back on Sunday. Ross, I wanted to ask you about that. Did you ever have a team where you played a Monday night game and you just played perfectly? And how was was practice too soft the next week and did you sometimes come up flat?
0: Yeah. I I think you're exactly right. I think everybody's feeling good about themselves. You know, you don't practice as hard because you played Monday night, so you probably get some more days off. And I think the opposite will hold true for the Texans. I think that after that loss to Green Bay and knowing how big this game is, that's why I'm I'm going to actually put um, two units on the Texans. Their defense has come to play in every game pretty much all season long. So you're going to give me four and a half points. I, I'm going to take it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Texans win the game outright. Even if they lose, I think it's a close, relatively low-scoring game by a field goal. So I'll put two units on the Texans.
2: And, Ross, what about uh, Cincinnati at Cleveland? The Bengals favored by 5.5, total 43.
0: Yeah, I would lean Cincinnati here. They played really solid football for a while. Um, They blew out the Eagles on Sunday. They've benched some guys like Cedric Oboehi that were killing them. I think that probably continues in Cleveland. I just don't really know what to expect from RG three. It looks like he'll get the start, and I don't like you know laying more than you know five and a half points on the road. So I'm going to pass the game. But I would I would describe myself as a pretty heavy Cincinnati lean.
1: So. I really don't like Hugh Jackson as a coach. I think he's a great coordinator. I don't like RG three at all. However, it is little brother versus big brother in this rivalry. Cleveland gets up for Cincy. he, since he gets up for Pittsburgh. Um, and there's a trend out there, Ross, a winless NFL team off a bye is so strong. It makes a lot of sense. You get absolutely crushed in the media for two weeks and then you bring your a game. So the problem is cleveland's been crushed by the media all year long and they haven't responded i'm just i refuse to invest my money in cleveland but i will lean with cleveland based upon that long term trend
2: well speaking of pittsburgh uh, they're one and a half point favorites at the buffalo bills total 47
1: a little bit surprised by this line um i thought it would be pickem i buffalo has a cupcake schedule after this game they can get this win they could still finish 10 and 6 They know their season's over if they lose the game. I actually think they played pretty well against the Raiders, and then they just melted down late in the game. So this is the game that the Buffalo Bills circle the wagons, and this is the sort of game that Pittsburgh, after they get some big wins and looks like they're cruising, all of a sudden stub their toe. I'm going to play the Bills for one unit.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I think the Bills probably realize that, their chances are not real good after that loss on Sunday. Now there's some discussion of whether or not Tyrod Taylor is the guy moving forward. I'm going to pass the game. I'd probably lean Buffalo too, Steve, but i have gone back and forth on this one three or four times. Steelers playing pretty darn good football right now, so I'm going to pass it instead.
2: All right, Ross. The Arizona Cardinals are at the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins, two-point favorites, total 43-and-a-half.
0: Steve, I wanted to ask you something before I get in this game. Um, What is the research on if all you did was take the underdog in every game?
1: I think you win – it depends upon how far back you go, Ross. If you go back like 30 years, it's like 52%. But over like the past seven years, it's like 50.5%. So, in other words, the markets used to be fairly inefficient that – all the lines were juiced a little bit by maybe a half point too high. But in recent times, the markets have corrected and it's much closer to 50 50.
0: Interesting. Okay. So basically, there's no, it just seems like, you know, you're better off most of the time when you take the points. It just feels that way from doing this with you for a few years. But evidently, that is not the case. Uh, in this game, I'm passing this one again. Uh, I would lean Arizona. Uh, You know, they, they look pretty good on Sunday. The Dolphins look terrible. You know, the Arizona Cardinals, I think, are a more talented team than the Dolphins. I wouldn't be surprised if they win that game outright. But I also think that the Dolphins have a lot of potential to bounce back in a major way after they were demolished. So, yet another game that I am reluctantly passing this week.
1: Whenever I have the NFC playing the AFC, and I wanted to ask you about this, Ross, it's a little bit higher scoring due to the lack of familiarity of the other teams. And division games tend to be a little bit lower scoring. So I'm going to lean over my numbers like the over a little bit, not a lot. But I wanted to ask you that, Ross. When you played a team that you didn't see hardly at all, did that help your offense move the ball better?
0: You know, I don't really remember that being a factor. I, I, you know, I, I think as a player, you're not really – you know, I, I was so geared up. For looking at the guy I was blocking and you know that you don't you know I I never really thought of it that way I'd have to actually Steve go back and look at the games and the scores to be able to give you a fair answer on that one so I'm going to say the answer to that is I really don't know I don't remember
2: all right Ross uh, Chicago at Detroit the Lions eight and a half point favorites again the
0: total 43 and a half wait what what did Steve say on Miami Arizona I forget. Lean to the over. Oh, lean over. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm surprised by this line. I, I know the Lions looked really good against the Saints on Sunday. And, you know, kudos to them for, for looking that good against the Saints and playing that well. It's the first game all year that hasn't been a one score game for them. The Bears have put forth a couple of pretty good performances now, two weeks in a row. I'm, I'm putting two units on the Bears, getting eight and a half. I'm a little surprised by that line.
1: You know, I think the Bears are a little bit of fool's gold. I, I still think Barkley is a terrible quarterback, and their defense is all banged up, and San Francisco just was unable to function in the elements. I think it was much more the weather than Chicago doing anything special Yeah, there. but they
0: should have won the week before against Tennessee. That's, they had two um, drops in the end zone. Otherwise, they would have won.
1: And there's no question that Barkley looked like Joe Montana in that fourth quarter. They did get down, however, by 20 points in that game. And then Tennessee just ran the ball three times and punted the whole fourth quarter. But I agree. That was a spectacular fourth quarter. So excellent point. Um, In this game, I had nothing on the side. You know, my total, I made this total lower. um, And I kind of, this is the time of year, I hate playing unders in with bad teams because they stopped playing defense and that'd be Chicago. So I'm gonna just lean to the under.
2: All right, Steve, how about Minnesota at Jacksonville? The Vikings three and a half point favorites total thirty nine and a
1: half. Wow, it's a low total. Um the Vikings have the worst offense in the NFL and arguably one of the best defenses. And Jacksonville It has a pretty darn good defense and Bortles, the Bortles experiment has failed miserably as he could not move the ball at all. You know what? I'm going to put a unit on the under. Even with the low total, I just don't see where the points are coming from.
0: Yeah. I mean, even if it's 20 to 17, though, it's 37. That's close. I'm going to go with the Jags here. I just don't think the Vikings are capable of really beating anybody soundly. Three and a half points on the road. I'll put one unit on the Jags getting those three and a half points. Ross and
2: Orleans Saints at the Tampa Bay Bucks. Tampa Bay minus two and a half, our uh, total 51.
0: Yeah, that line feels about right to me. I would probably say the Bucks end up winning this game by a field goal. I would expect the Saints to play much better than they did against the Lions. So this is another one uh, I, I'm going to pass after putting a wager on the last two. I, I guess I would probably lean Tampa. Just because they're at home and how well they played, but they've been six and one on the road. I mean, they've played poorly at home. They're they're like the reverse home field advantage.
1: Yeah, and Tampa has historically had a terrible home field advantage. Um a a big part of that is they've had bad teams and half empty stadium because of it. Now there's got to be some excitement with them in the playoff race. I gotta tell you, I'm impressed that Tampa off an upset win against Seattle. And then they go on the road, terrible spot, and they find a way to win against the Chargers. And that win against Seattle, how good does that win look now after Seattle annihilated Carolina? So I've really bumped my Tampa Bay power rating. And although Tampa not good at home, New Orleans is terrible historically on the road. Two and a half is cheap. i got to lay two and a half. I made the game three, and that's such a big difference. Tampa's going to win by three. We're going to win. We're going to lay two and a half, two
2: units. All right. Next up, Washington, one point favorites at the Philadelphia Eagles, forty-six and a half. The total.
1: Yeah, I think Philly is another team you can pretty much stick a fork in. The only problem I have is this game really reminds me a lot of what it was. Philly, Minnesota. Remember that game with all the turnovers where Philly was in a losing streak and they circled the wagons and they got it done. Their defense, and I could see them bringing a really extreme effort. But I got to tell you, I don't think much of the Bengals. And the no-show against Cincinnati is beyond troubling. I'm going to pass.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm going to pass as well. I, I really don't know what to expect. On the one hand, the Eagles are getting worse, and they, they were pretty much a no-show on Sunday in Cincinnati. On the other hand, though, they're coming back home, and that crowd is going to be crazy, crazy and ready to boo I think that the Eagles might put forth one of their best effort performances at least of the year the problem is they're just not good enough the guy is Wentz is throwing the ball to right now I'll pass the game but I would lean Washington I would lean towards laying that point because the Redskins have been a pretty consistent team all year long the last time these teams played against each other the Redskins physically beat up the Eagles
2: Ross, the New York Jets at the San Francisco 49ers. I'm sure everybody in the country is excited about this game. Niners one-point favorites, the total 44.
0: Yeah, I mean, we know it'll be Bryce Petty for the Jets with Todd Bowles having the most illogical statement I've ever heard last night, which is no matter what happened tonight, we'd already decided we're going to start Bryce Petty for the last four games. With that being, why wouldn't you have started him last night then? If you've already decided season's over and we're going to try to take a look at the guy, why not get an extra look last night? I mean, I I just, I, I don't get it. I'd love to hear the logic or the reasoning. It's not sound, whatever it is. I don't think Bryce Petty's good. I don't even know who the 49ers quarterback will be. I don't, I mean, betting any, either way on that game, that is gambling. I mean, that is really, really gambling. I have no lean. I got nothing.
1: I got to tell you, Ross, I'm convinced there's a right side and total in this game. I just don't know what it is. Too many variables. I will say this. Hackenberg. Some people are talking about, that ah, instead of Patty we, uh, Patty, we should give Hackenberg a shot here, which shocks me. It's like no one's paid any attention. He played, what, four years for Penn State? Three. He sucked every three years. He sucked every single game. As soon as he leaves, they win the Big Ten. He is a horrendous quarterback. The Jets, um, guys that drafted him, they should all be fired. Everyone I've ever spoken to in Vegas says, that guy cannot play a lick. The Jets have no clue what they're doing.
2: How do you really feel,
0: Steve? No. You know what, Steve? He actually was pretty decent as a freshman. And then the last two years, he had two good games. But I watch a lot of Penn State football, and, Man, they they put the blame everywhere other than him because he was so highly recruited and because his freshman year he was pretty darn good under Bill O'Brien, but they're a lot, lot, lot better off without him now. Part of that I think is they changed the offense and whatever, but this quarterback's a lot better as a college quarterback. I don't know about NFL prospect, but he's a lot, lot better than Hackenberg was. He's he's pretty slick and tough. I like him, McSorley. All right, Ross, moving on, Seattle Seahawks at the Green Bay Packers.
2: Seattle, two-and-a-half point favorites, total 46 and a half.
0: It's an interesting line, interesting game. You know, Green Bay still is a flawed team, but Seattle this is the first full game they'll play without Earl Thomas, who's a true difference maker for them. This is another one that I'm going to pass, but I, I would lean Green Bay at home with the two-and-a-half points in this one.
1: Yeah, and this one's all about getting three, and I think it will go to three because Seattle just looks so good in prime time. When it hits three, which it probably will, then I'll be on Green Bay. So I'll call it a lean at two and a half, wait for the three, and then it would be a play. And let's face it, Seattle just got rolled 14 to five at Tampa. Uh, They're not a team. They're a different team on the road. And with Green Bay surging and needing every game like blood here, uh, this game should basically come down to the final drive.
2: Steve, the Atlanta Falcons six-point favorites at the L.A. Rams total there 45.
1: Oh my gosh, people are throwing things at me. The Atlanta Falcons ruined my week. Um, not sure I had the right side. I don't think I did. I don't think I necessarily had the wrong side against the Chiefs, but um, the ball definitely did not bounce my way. The Rams- No, no,
0: no. You had the right. You had the right side. I mean, if if. There's a bunch. I mean, the fake punt, the two picks by Matt Ryan, the two pick sixes, where literally you thought at that point the only person, the only team that could score points is the Falcons. 40 seconds left in the first half, two point conversion at the end of the game, and yet the Chiefs score on both of them. I mean, that was, that was nine points right there. I think, honestly, sometimes you have the right side, Steve, and, and you still lose.
1: Well, I feel a little bit better. Um, I'm going to lean to Atlanta here. I, I tell you, this whole Jeff Fisher thing in LA, um, very um, confusing. How a guy can get such a nice contract extension before the the, the year starts, despite never doing anything whatsoever, success wise with the Rams. Um, he must um, have an excellent relationship with the front office. I'll lean Atlanta.
0: That's a really good way to describe it. Uh, and yes. I will lean Atlanta as well, Uh, but that's too many points for me to lay against the Rams, but I I feel good about the Falcons. That that would be a pretty heavy lean for me. The Rams are not a good team in any way.
2: Sunday night, Dallas at the New York Giants. Dallas uh, three-point favorites, total 47.5.
0: You know what I don't like about this game is that the Cowboys have extra time to heal, rest, prepare, and the Giants are coming off a really tough game against the Steelers on the road. Otherwise, I would lean the Giants. I'll still lean the Giants because I think that the Cowboys are kind of due for a loss. Uh, you know what? I'm going to put one unit on the Giants um, against the Cowboys in that one. I don't feel great about it, though.
1: I'll lean Giants as well. The reason I'm not going to play them is that the Cowboys obviously only one loss all year long week one against these giants. Now, if Dallas had beaten the giants, the giants would be like a really big wager because it's going to be bad weather. Um, Texas team, you know, traveling to a team that absolutely needs the game division rivals. Usually that means underdog has better value, but because only one loss, I can't do it. I'm going to pass.
2: Steve, finally, uh, it's Monday Night Football. Baltimore will be at the New England Patriots. New England minus 7 with a total of 45.5.
1: You know, I'm going to go under um, for two units here. I really am impressed with what Baltimore is doing with their defense, and they always seem to scheme up stuff that troubles New England. Um, Brady is a little bit injured, banged up. He doesn't have Gronk and so we're going to see a lot of dinkin and a lot of duncan from new england they'll probably have some success not much but that new england defense suddenly appears to be coming around baltimore can't move the ball at all um well i know they did well against miami but they won't do well here against a new england defense that can be had by good offenses which baltimore doesn't have it under two units
0: yeah i i don't really understand this line i mean i the Patriots are not the same team they were earlier. They're not great defensively. They lost Gronk. The Ravens' defense is excellent. This, this line seemed out of whack for me. I'm putting two units on the Ravens. They're feeling good about themselves. Flacco played by far his best game of the year. I'll put one unit on the under as well to get another best bet, but I, I, I really like the Ravens getting seven points in that game. Two units on Baltimore.
2: The Best Bet.
0: Finally, Steve, uh, we don't get a lot of them, but as you know, if someone sends in an email with a sponsor confirmation and they specifically want the question to be ans- asked and answered on the Even Money podcast, then we do it. So they can all just check out any of the sponsors over at RossTucker.com, the sponsor page, all kinds of great holiday gift ideas I mean, Omaha Steaks and the Elite Team Blankets and whatever. Plus, we got the Amazon banner ad, and that's what Christopher Deemer said. He sent me his, he forwarded his Amazon.com order with three different items to me, Ross at Ross, um, Ross loved the show. My wife and I met Steve 10 to 15 years ago when he was making the Stardust radio show and have followed him ever since. What a great guy. I listened to Steve on another podcast and he gave out a best bet on Monday. This might have been from a couple weeks ago, Steve. But he gave out a best bet on Monday for the NFL. On your show taped on Thursday, the line had not moved from Monday's broadcast and he did not recommend it at all or even give it a lean the game in question was over detroit jacksonville he gave it a best bet um so i bet it and then on your podcast said detroit is an under team and he leaned towards under question mark question mark question mark so i guess when detroit played jacksonville he felt like on monday you said a best bet was over for that week and then uh, leaned under on Thursday. Is that a case, Steve, where sometimes you do a little bit more research between Monday and Thursday and it changes your mind? Or is this guy mistaken potentially?
1: Oh, I'm sure he's correct. It's um, a matter of the information flowing in. And that's a, it's a great time for this question because we're taping on Tuesday instead of Thursday. So I'm like a mutual fund manager. I Basically, I do my own work. I I give my recommendations, and usually that's what I do on the Ross Tucker Show. And then I'm reading newsletters. I'm talking to people. I'm checking weather reports and injury reports. And it's not unusual um, that I may have a situation where I like the game and then I wind up being neutral. It is unusual where I'd say I really like this game in one direction and totally spin 180 degrees and wind up on the other side, but not unusual at all that I go from a buy to a neutral, and even maybe a, a slight lean to, to a sell. By the way, I think I remember this fella from the Stardust Invitational. He has a very hot wife, and they came up and talked to me. So I actually have this vague memory of it. from. I think she's wearing a sweatshirt. Um, I, I, so if, if my memory is correct, let me know. I think she That's terrible. I don't remember him. I think his wife's like 5'4". and was just, just gorgeous. Yes.
0: Wow, interesting. That's a heck of a memory there. Yeah, I can tell you for me, like for Westwood, one, I have to make picks, and I'll make a pick on Tuesday, and then by Friday, I really feel the opposite. And I feel like emailing the guy back, but sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I don't, you know, but I I switch based on more information becoming available or just a feeling I get during the week or whatever. Anyway, that'll do it. For the Even Money podcast this week, week 14, if you have other questions for us or for Steve, send the email to ross at rosstucker.com. Any sponsor confirmation will do. iTunes rankings comments are really important when you guys do that. Helps us for the iTunes algorithm or whatever. And spreading the word on social media is awesome as well. Other than that, I think we're done here. Good luck, everybody. Hope you win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all
2: available on iTunes at rostucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.